the fact that you guys would even want to listen is crazy to me. I mean, this is the corner of the circle, I guess. What it's about, real simple. People getting together, cracking jokes, talking trash, laughing a little bit, discussing current topics, old topics, really don't matter. But the cool thing is we get to crack the door open, open up the window, so to speak. Let you peek your head in, listen a little bit, be nosy. Either way, it's a good time. Glad you're joining us. This is the corner of the circle. All right, Perfect. all right, man. I'll try to give you a, a decent intro. You know, I don't know, I don't know how well I'm gonna do. I'm not six pack here. Um, I am with. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what can be said about this man. He's he's strong. He's one of the very few people you'll meet that can go to a gym. He'll squat 600 pounds, and then he'll go out to a driving range, and then he'll just like, he'll have to Gilmore the thing of just knock it as far as the eye can see. There's not a lot of people you know. There's not a lot of lifters. That I know uh, that have uh, that have the, the wherewithal, that have the dexterity. <laughs> like we're 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 great at putting stuff up and putting it back down, but as far as actually showing a bit of you know hand-eye coordination, doesn't take much to to grip a bar. Uh, this is uh, Ryan Gregnall, everybody. This is uh, the man, the myth, the legend. Um, as far as as far as I know, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know. Would we would we consider you a lifter that? Uh, that can long drive or a long driver that can lift? Like, how would that, how would that work? Uh, well, I mean, I did the, I did the driving thing first. Okay. Like that was my first, like back 12 years ago it was my first, like jump into, and then, uh, life kind of happened. Right. And, uh, lifting kind of fell into my lap. I was, I was actually training for a men's physique, like show. Oh. That was like the plan. And then uh, what ended up happening, I tore my pec off and the whole aesthetics part of it went out yeah. the window. And then, uh, yeah, I just, uh, I fell into the powerlifting, you know, I jumped in basically. And uh, then I jumped out <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, it was, it was injury related. It yeah. was honestly, I mean, I was 35, 35, tore up my hip pretty good. And uh, drive event an hour from where I lived for the first time in my life, and I'm like, ah, whatever, I'll just go and see what happens. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, I went and I hit another ball over 400 yards. And I mean, people want to talk about the iron bug, and I mean, the long drive bug's the exact same way. Really? Like it's, it gets you and grabs you, and as soon as it's got to hold you, it doesn't want to let go. That's insanity, <laughs> man. So like you, so you like you like me, you started. You started the lifting thing, you know, late. You started late. Like, I mean, and I, yeah. I, I mean, like I said, I don't think people understand. I mean, and there's really no late versus early, but I mean, as far as lifting goes, it's one of those things where, I mean, you know, I guess, you know, according to science, you know, in that those mid twenties to early thirties is really when you're at your peak in terms of strength, um, you know, for, for males. But I think a lot of people, there's a, there's a lot of outliers. There's, there's, there's a quite, there's, I'm oh. starting to see there's more outliers than there are than I didn't than I didn't think there were, you know, like there's a lot of people out there that right. it seems like you hit 34, 35 and actually you start really start moving some weight. You really start, you know, um, you know, it's, I just feel like one, I think for men, at least the level of maturity finally catches up <laughs> You and, and yeah. you, you finally are able to kind of focus a little bit better. Um, you know, I mean, and it's, that's crazy. I can't even imagine. I think I went to the Byron Nelson, and this was years and years ago. And I think 
I don't even remember how how far he hit it, but I remember, you know, me and my buddies, man, we we scraped up every, you know, every dime that we could get to get to the Byron Nelson Classic, you know, and we just wanted to see Tiger. Like, man, and like I, I knew I knew a little of golf. I just I've never been able to play it, you know, because it's I always had some season, you know, that conflicted. Right. So I was like, you know what? I want to watch. I want to see this guy. I want to see history being made. I want to see this guy. You know, and that's when Tiger was Tiger, you know, and right. so. Right. You know we're 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 all there and it's you know it's thousands of people there and you know he's getting ready to you know uh, to drive and you know I just remember hearing that sound and 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 hearing that it's not it's not even a ping it you it's, it's I don't even know it's just it was like a pingish booms type sound and I remember one guy was like yeah man that's gonna be at least three hundred that's gonna be at least three hundred yards okay that's that's us awesome. in my head I'm like three football fields that's insane. And fast forward, I want to say about five years later. It had to be like five, six years later. We're uh, we're going. To, we're at this driving range, and dude, there's just these big, barrel-chested dudes walking around, you know. And I'm like, what? What are they doing? And I see a guy in the back. This is no joke. This guy has a baseball bat, and he's he's like swinging through with a baseball bat. It's a weighted baseball bat. I'm like, what? What's going on? Like, I don't, I don't get what's going on. And, and uh, the uh, <laughs> the the greenskeeper, he was like, "Yeah, man, these are uh, these guys are all professional uh, long drivers." I'm like, "Wait, what? What's that? What, what are you talking about?" He goes, "Just just watch." I'm like, "All right, you know, this guy." And that's to this day, I still don't know his name. He was just he's kind of a graying, little kind of a, a gray haired dude, about six three, six four, just big barrel chested guy walks up, and I see the ball, and then I don't see it. That's all I remember. Right. And I thought that I heard I and, I and I tell you like Ryan, I'm being honest with you. I remember I remember the sound when Tiger like dude when he drove that thing I was like, "Oh my god. I have never to this day I'll, I'll never forget that sound until I heard that that guy hit and I was like, "What is this?" It sounded it literally sounded like a it sounded like a a bat, the crack of a wooden bat on a baseball. I was like, that, you right. know, I heard the whoosh and then I just heard this like crack like what the hell was that <laughs> and i i saw the ball and i didn't see it and i mean and, and mind you I, i'll never i'll never say that i know a lot about golf i don't know a lot about a lot of sports you know i have to really do my research but i know what a long drive ball is supposed to look like and that didn't look like what i i imagined it looking like it just it like disappeared and yeah, oh, the yeah. guy was the, the. I think the part that like, that that really kind of piqued my interest was he threw his club like, "Oh, that was shit!" Like what? <laughs> like what? What? And like, and so I'm like, like I'm looking at the greenskeeper, and he's just like, "Oh, dude, he gets better. These guys are oh, man. These guys are awesome. <laughs> like really goes. These guys are awesome. This I look for, and I guess you know, I guess it was it was mid season, and you know, I guess it was a, I guess they stopped. I was it was a stop on on tour I guess I don't know and but yeah, it was like yeah. six or seven other guys and then they all just you know getting a few swings in or whatever and he goes this is my favorite time of the year because when these guys come there's actually life on the golf course like really and I I I will never I'm telling you I'll never forget that man I just remember like these guys don't look like your your typical golfers they like literally look like I mean I, no knock to the golfers that listen because I have a few that listen but. They look like right. athletes. You guys look like legitimate athletes. And, I mean, you know, and my thing is, you know, even to this day, like, you know, a man walks up, 
I, I, I do two things. Two, one, number one, I look at his shoes. I always look at a man's shoes like, dude, those are nice shoes. And number two, I always look at a man's forearms. And these dudes had these massive Popeye-like forearms. I'm like, dude, this is yep. absolutely insane. And, you know, and honestly, I didn't, I, oh, gosh, I, I guess it was like last year. Last year, I was like, wait, he does this? And so, of course, <laughs> me being the, I'm, I am telling you right now, I will tell you to your face, I am the world's greatest ghost follower. Because I don't want anybody <laughs> knowing that I'm looking through every one of their freaking videos. I feel like a creep. And but dude, I went through every one of your videos like this is insane. Wait, this is insane. Wait, I thought he lifted. What what is this? And so I just kept going through. I was like, oh man, I gotta get him. So when I started doing podcasts, I'm like, I I need to get him on. But how do you ask for Hey man, listen, um, I know I talk a lot about lifting, but I want to know, I want to talk about long drive. So like at I guess that 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 kind of gets us up to speed to present day. Like I and I had no yeah. idea that it, you know, 12 years. So you've been doing this for a while. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I, I jumped on and off. So I yeah. I went my first uh well, two thousand eight to two thousand twelve, probably. Uh-huh. Uh I went to the world championships every year, qualified, blah blah blah, won a couple events here and there. But I just I, I never I never jumped fully in. Right. I mean, I, a lot of it was circumstance for where I was living. I uh-huh. mean, I'm not originally from southern Ontario. I'm uh-huh. from like northwestern north oh, of okay. six hours north north of Minneapolis. Okay. Um, the American out there. So it, to do anything was very difficult. It was the cost of it was through the roof. So I basically would do the world championships and the qualifiers and then that was it. Right. And then uh, 2012 just kind of left for a bit. 2014 made a little run again, made the world championships. But I never, uh, I can't say I ever took it as seriously as I do now. Yeah. That That's the biggest and a lot of it, I mean, I know we talk about lifting, but a lot of it comes from the discipline that I put into the powerlifting that I was doing. Right. And following a regimented program and, you know, peaking for meets and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Not that I was ever any good at it. Like, I was mediocre at best powerlifter, but I did what I wanted to do in the right. sport and walked away with a bum hip and some injuries and a lesson learned in a lot of cases. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but... That, you know, I went eight weeks mm. for power in Canada here, uh, blew my hip out on my third squat. Yeah, on my third squat, finished the meet just to post a total. Right. Like I stiff, I stiff legged my opening deadlift and just Jeez. walked off after that. I was like, I'm done. Um, and then all of a sudden I looked just, I was doing the same thing. I was just like ghosting people, following on Instagram, whatever. Right. And I looked at the long drive schedule and there happened to be a qualifier literally like an hour down the road. And I hadn't picked up a golf club at this point in like two and a half, three years. What? Uh, so I called up a buddy that lived about two hours north of Toronto and I'm like, hey, I want to jump back in. You got any clubs I could borrow? So he drove down. We met up at a driving range. I hit a couple and I'm like, well, it's it's still there. Kinda. Right. <laughs> um Ended up going to the event. Now, the way the events are run now, it's you do uh, qualifiers in the morning, and then and the top X amount of guys, the 16, get in. And so all I told myself was, get in the afternoon, give yourself a chance, see right. what happens. Okay. Uh, so sure enough, in the morning, I, I got lucky. I can say I got lucky. I hit 
not my hardest ball of my life, but I hit it really well. Yeah. Uh, it went 408 yards or something. It got me into the afternoon. But uh, the way the sports has changed now, uh-huh. before I could hit three or four rounds of six balls and I'd qualify for Worlds. Right. And it was gapped out over like a five or six hour period. Right. Now you hit in all these qualifying brackets in the morning and then there's a lunch break, and then you do five sets of eight for points in the afternoon. And my body just wasn't conditioned to do it. Like it just, oh I was, I was, I got to the afternoon, and all of a sudden my forearm started cramping. Yeah. My my uh, calf, my massive calf, started to cramp. <laughs> <laughs> the body's taking it. It's taking a toll. Got to do. I yeah. went to the grocery store on that hour and a half lunch break. Grabbed a bottle of pickle juice. And just started slamming it back to try yeah. and like get all the cramping out of me. I yeah. could just old powerlifting tricks, right? Right. And uh, you know, I I didn't fare so well, but because I hit that 400 yard ball, I was hooked. I was just oh, straight in again. And then I, uh, yeah, it carried. I went to Mexico with Team Canada that fall. Uh, we ended up in second place in a little international event, mm-hmm. and then over the winter and. Uh, yeah, this year, this year really took off. This year was the, uh, I can say it was the best year I've ever had and the most effort I've put forth. Right. And I can credit it a lot to powerlifting, to be absolutely honest. Well, the, the thing that I did notice, you know what I mean? Cause like I said, I, I, you know, I, I try not to, to, I try not to dig too much because I like to, I like to hear it from the horse's mouth, but at the same time I, I did do a little digging and I, I saw, I remember I looked, oh my gosh, it was it was sort of the beginning, the, the beginning of uh, 2019, I'm pretty sure you were like, uh, I know you're like top 70, top 80, something like that. And then by the yeah. end, you're, you're like top 40. And yeah. that's crazy, dude. Like I, and I think of course that, that was one, one more reason like, dude, I got to get this dude on. Cause like, yeah. it doesn't matter what discipline you're in to chop, to chop and chop and chop and eat your way like over like 30, 40 spots, that's absolutely insane. Like I, you know, in, in the, the, I've noticed, like, I, I know, like I've, I've heard like, you know, I've heard the name Tim Burke. I've heard that a lot. Um, and right. so I was like, I was, I was seeing like, I mean, and he's usually, you know, a top, top 10, top five guy, um, yep. you know, but, but even so I tried to go back a little bit, you know, from, you know, when he was first starting, there was never any jumps like that. I was, you know, and I, again, and I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm not that great at stuff, but I like numbers and I like looking at people chewing up other people in numbers. And as far as at least right. the top, the top 35, top 40 guys, no one's done a jump. No one's done a jump like that. No one's done that. I, I can't think of yeah. I can't think of any sport where anyone's done a jump like that. Um like I just and so it it makes me wonder I'm like, all right, so you're, you know, you're 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 really you're really diving, you know, like head first into this, like big time. And, and it's starting to show because like I said, it's just crazy to see like this guy just literally hopped like 30, 40 spots. Um, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, I can't even, I can't even lie to you and say like, if, if I hop two spots, I would, I'll be super hooked. Like, so <laughs> what, you know, what, what's changed from, let's say from the beginning of 2019, to the end of 2019, to the end of the season, what's changed for you as far as, you know, execution and everything else? I think one was confidence. That was, you know, realizing that you you could be there. 
And uh, I have to credit a lot to the equipment we have now yeah. and the Doppler radar systems and yeah. stuff like that that we can use to track what's happening. Because um, on the telecast, they always have like swing speed, ball yeah. speed, spin rate, that kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I'd always been on the, the lower side of, right. we'll say, the bottom elite, right. we'll say. So I could get to like 205, 206, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But then all of a sudden, when I qualified for Worlds this year, I was, when I hit my ball in the qualifier, I was 20, 25 yards past everybody. And, you know, there were some good hitters there and everybody, you know, got their spot. I snuck in because I had a bad round and then I ended up sneaking in on my last one. Um, but from that point forward, it was kind of just this pull mm -hmm. from the inside. Yeah. All right. Or put in the work over the next, yeah. I think that was the second week of July. So it was like, okay, we got till the first week of September to actually do work and get that swing right. speed up, get that ball speed up. And uh, the, the biggest jump, so that was my initial into the points. So mm -hmm. you, what you saw was me getting points from that qualifier to put me in like 80th or 90th or whatever it yeah. was. Um, the next one, there was an event in Rochester, New York that, oh. you know, I think the first time we met you were in Hamilton and yeah. the first, so Rochester's only three hours from right. where I live. So at the time, you can only get into a tour event if you're ranked inside the top 50 on the first entry. Right. So they, they allot so many spots to the top 50 guys and then spots that needed to be filled are on a first come first serve basis. So I didn't know what I was going to do. I was kind of like, whatever. And these spots fill up. I mean, within minutes, really. So they opened noon, filled by two. Jeez. So like in so a couple couple like, hours, it's like yeah. they're, it's full. Oh, yeah. Gone. So I went on at like 3 o'clock, put my name on the waiting list, and was just kind of like, if it happens, it happens. Right. We'll see if the phone call shows up or not. Oh, uh, I think it was the Thursday before the event. So, yeah, Thursday before the event was July 22nd to 24th or something right. like that. So I'm sitting upstairs and me and Sarah are hanging out and all of a sudden I get an email and I look, it's from the golf channel asking if I want to be in the event. Someone had dropped out due to injury. Right. And I just looked at her. I'm like, can we go? Like, you know, <laughs> so I'm like, do we have anything going on that weekend? Like, right. she's like, no, go, let's go, let's do this. So I kind of threw myself into the mix with the top guys that I haven't hit against in X amount of years. Right. I mean, since 2014 would have been my last time. And uh, all of a sudden, I'm competing. I'm not going to say I'm winning, but I'm competing. You're competing, yeah. Uh, and I got into, I finished top 16 at that event, which guys were like, you know, there's a lot of like Tim Burke, who I used to hit against when right. he was just getting into his prime. Right. Uh, guys were like, hey, I haven't seen you. I really probably expect much. And in uh, the back of my head, I was kind of like, I, I, I can keep up. Like, I might not be right there but i'm on the cusp of being you're on the right cusp there. of being right there yeah yeah so it was kind of like i was steps away from the podium i wasn't right ready for the podium so i ended up finishing top 16 turned a lot of heads a lot of guys were like shit man like what have you been doing blah 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 <laughs> you know what, how's your training been all, all these things and then there was one more tour event that i decided not to go in in tennessee in august because it was i wanted to take that time to just be in my own world and improve on my own and right. kind of use that time leading up to the world championships. And so because that tour event, that's where I jumped up to like 60th or something like yeah. that on points. 
and then uh, the World Championships came along, and it's just one of those you find your groove at the right time. And I can say honestly, I wasn't the fastest guy there, mm-hmm. but I hit a good ball four in front of us. And, so, and uh, then I had the best best long drive week I've had in my life. <laughs> that's awesome. So like, so when you're, you know. I mean, it's even hard. I mean, because I, I'm I was looking at the dates. So is there is there is there really ever like a, an off season? Is there like a is there is there an off season? Right now. Yeah. yeah. So like right uh, right now, I'd say October till April. Okay. Generally, and and so um, and so with that, um, so let's say you you know you've and I'm I'm just trying to get in your head right now. So let's say so we yeah. we've gone through the season and we we've done well, the best we've done you know, ever. And so now we have more things to focus on. Um, what are, you know, what are the, the, what are the main things that we're looking at focusing on? Are we are looking at adding more, you know, more club speed? Are we looking to add more ball speed? Like, I mean, where, where's the, uh, and again, does it correlate in terms of the faster, the faster my, my swing moves, does that mean my ball's going to go faster? Or is it, is it down to technique, making sure I hit that sweet spot every single time? Is that going to give me more ball speed? Um, like, what what's the combination that I'm looking for in the offseason uh, to, to ensure that I have a better showing in 2020 than I did in 2019? Right. So, I mean, uh, I can explain it simply because I'm sure a lot of the people listening to this are powerlifters, right? So you, you break it down into kind of your training blocks. So the first from – and then peaking. That's obviously – the event time. Right. So the beginning of the year, I mean, I took two, three weeks off right when I got home just to let my body recover right. from what I just put it through. Right. Uh, work. I got really busy with work too. Right. So that it all worked out. Um, and then I, I started to gear back up probably third week of October. And it was just te- technique. It's working that technique. Focus. More like body in the positions. Uh, and I mean, I've said this in powerlifting a million times. You're, you're always going to get stronger or you're going to lift more weight mm-hmm. quicker working on technique exactly. than you will just pounding weight to the gym. Exactly. So that was the that was the first thing was let's get the technique to where we want it or at least, you know, a step ahead of where it right. was. Um so it, it's very much broken up into blocks. It's uh-huh. technical speed block. So right now I'm in a speed block. Uh just I at this point I don't care where the ball goes. I don't care I'm just trying to get as fast as I possibly can. Just velocity on velocity. Yeah. And with that, so we'll go through a speed block, and then we'll go back to a a more technical block where I'm trying to actually play a shot, like a specific shot type Uh for the coming season. Right. Uh, Whether whether that be, you know, a left to right, small little, we call it a fade. Yeah. um, Or or maybe a lot of it happens to if you speed you yeah. have to now fine-tune your equipment ah fine-tuning your equipment yeah it's it's this whole process so i i won't be using the same loft or shaft flex or any of that, oh, that I was last so you year. have to you have based off of what you're what you've done and what you're trying to do you have to adjust equipment accordingly that's crazy i just yeah. thought i just this big dude's just gonna walk out here's the thing and i don't think people understand you're not a small guy you're not a small guy. You're like 6'4", no. 6'5", <laughs> like 240, 250. Like it's, you're not a small guy. Um, and, and like I, like I said, kind of, you know, 
in, the, in my story before, like when I walked out there and I saw these long drivers, you that everybody looks like like a a defensive end or you know uh, yeah. or, or a bouncer <laughs> outside a club, a, a guy that you don't want to mess with. And the thing is, no knock on you know, it's it's weird because you know I, for me I always thought like well now that I see these guys, as bad as it sounds, no knock on golfers. It's, I'm not knocking on 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 golfers, but you guys look more <laughs> like in my head. You guys are what I imagine a golfer looking like. You know what I mean? Like when right. I was younger, like big, huge guy. You know, looks like a man's man. And then, but when you meet a lot of these PGA guys, no knock on those guys. There's a few that are like oh, large guys. You know what I mean? But for the most part, they're they're not the biggest guys. You know what I mean? You know, it's right. I, I it's I it's a kind of a dad versus uncle type build. Like, all right, well, you know what? My uncle, he's a cool guy, but dude, dad's huge. Like, you guys are absolutely. Yeah. Like and there's not a lot of small, but then again, you know, you guys are built. You know, you're built. You know, you're built for the task. You're not. You know, you're not small guys. The tasks that you guys are doing, it's not a small task. It's not a small feat for a man to, you know, to hit anything over hell to hit anything over two fifty. It takes some work. So when you're saying, "Oh, I'm going to add hundred fifty yards to that on average," you know what I mean, or you know, if I'm going to hit it 400 yards and I'm not going to be happy because I just hit a ball, you know, four football lengths, that's, that's crazy. So, you know, when, you know, when you start, when you start talking speed, you know, talking velocity and, and talking all that, I'm like, wait, that's, that's, that's just crazy. But then you, and you start breaking it out like that we actually have blocks. I'm like, wait, what? Cause like, I mean, let's be honest, man, I know nothing to this. And, and a lot of people that are going to be listening, they don't know, they don't know anything about this. So it's, it's cool yep. to, you know, um, to, to have you on, obviously, kind of, you know, and giving a bit of, you know, uh, you know how it equates kind of the power of like, you know, when we have our own blocks. Um, yeah. So, so now, I mean, so now that you know you're in the off season and you, and you, you know, I guess you're you are in the speed block and everything. Like, the, are there specific things that you do, or even allowed to say? Um, like, I'm assuming that you have a coach that kind of helps you, like with with all that stuff, you know. Um, and if not, that's yeah. even better that you're doing it on your own. But like, are there specific things that you're doing right now? Well, yeah. So sorry, the internet's just gonna cut out a bit. Um, but so essentially, I I, I work with a guy, um, uh-huh. and uh, he's uh, we'll leave his name out of it. <laughs> I was gonna say for, I would I would have beeped him out. He would have got you got edited out. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, we uh, because we have to gauge it a lot on again it's i'm 37 years old mm-hmm. i've had prior injuries right. to major body parts um there's certain things that i can't do that someone younger than me probably right. can do right uh just based on wear and tear on the body and right. those type of things so we really my training's very red figured to where I, where i'm at in life mm-hmm. and it's i mean i do speed training with uh-huh. overweight on okay clubs that's a part of my training is I have clubs that are specced out to be exactly 7% lighter, 2% lighter, what? and 4% heavier than the actual clubs I play. Um, and then I go through a swing protocol with those. So I do that three times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm in the gym probably five days on a good week, mm-hmm. but then I got to take in recovery and everything. Right. Because the crazy part that I've come to realize is the neurological firing in your brain, and this might seem a little off for some, 
and it's kind of a crazy Louis Simmons type concept uh -huh. that your neurological firing has to match your body's recovery. And so when I'm trying to swing as fast as I can, that signal from my head to my body mm -hmm. has to happen instantaneously. Right. And if I'm tired, yeah, either like I had a bad sleep or I'm drained from work or right. it's different than trying to go in and do speed reps in the gym, right? It's yeah. just the, the velocity, like bar velocity and club velocity can pretty much be a parameter that right. can be over, you know. So if I go in and I, I have my little radar that I use to track, just like we would track reps, track weight, right. all that stuff. So if I go and I'm feeling sluggish, I'm probably just going to take that day away. Yeah. I'm probably just going to do some gym, some light gym work, maybe right. go for a walk, do, do some light stuff, let my body recover another day and then take it from there. Because I don't want to detrain my body to go slower. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Gosh, so, that makes sense. So it, yeah, it's and I I honestly a lot of a lot of all of this cuz a lot of guys will just go in and I can say I've probably gotten better by the fact that I do consider all of this and I do think in depth on all of this. Mm -hmm. um, and best, probably faster than some, not than all, but than some, right. because I do go into that depth. I do, right. I do take all those things into consideration, right? Um, it's just like the guys that go in and do one rep maxes all the time. Yeah, right? they're they're not progress. No, well, as I mean, at, at, at some point, a block. At some point, you are you're doing your body a disservice, you know, and and kind of like you said, you're detraining, you know. I mean, and and let's be honest, if if the CNS isn't firing the way it needs to fire, it doesn't matter if you're in the gym, doesn't matter if you're swing club, it does not matter. You're not going to get the most efficient, the the most efficient, the most effective, and the best output from your body. It's just not possible. Um, and while you yeah. might feel like you know what, I'm swinging as hard as I can, you know, I'm sweating in here. I'm, you know, I, 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 but but the readings are saying completely opposite. Like, yeah, you're working hard. You're working harder and producing less. Um, yeah. And that's you know, and that's that's a hard thing. But that again, that's what that comes with. And, and I'm a firm believer in it. A lot of that comes with age. It comes with not, one listening to your body, two, you know, having the wherewithal and and just you know the 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 common sense. But you know what, man, I'm gonna push my pride to the side for a second while. I really, really want to go in here and I really want to put in work. I know for a fact, based off of what I'm seeing right now, and it's right here in front of my face in black and white, I am not having the greatest day. Even though I'm geeked to get it going, yep. I'm not having the greatest day. So it's time, number one, to shut it down. Number two, to figure out something that can carry over that can help me get better. And number three, you know, something that's, I, for me, my biggest thing is this, it's got to stay fun. If at any point in time that you walk in there and it's time to train or it's time to compete and it's not fun, then you've missed something. Something's missing. And it might be something simple as like, you know what, man, I, you know, I just, I'm not feeling it today. I didn't, maybe I didn't sleep enough. Um, and and, it, and it's, yeah. it's crazy that, that, you know, that, that you mentioned the sleep and that you mentioned, you know, how, how it does affect speed. I mean, that was one of the biggest things that, you know, we, when I ran track and field um, in, in college, before we walked in, we had to log, we logged our sleep hours and, you know, we would walk in, we'd yep. go to the track and, um, you know, the trainer would be like, Hey man, well, how much did you sleep today? Uh, well, you know what? I, you know, I slept, uh, like six hours last night. Well, you know, we were required at that point in time to get at least eight to nine hours. So you got six hours. All right. Well, you know, you guys are doing, you're doing, you know, you're doing long sprints today. Yeah. But you know, they're all timed. Oh shit. They're timed. 
Yes, they're timed. Okay, what's the pace? The pace doesn't matter. They're timed. Okay, so do I need to tell coach or I think you need to go to the training room. I think you need to get a nap. And but we had yeah. to log those sleep hours. That was that was like a that was like an absolute bare minimum. You had to get the sleep in. So you know, and it's cool that you would say that. You, I mean, it does. Like I said, across the board, athletes are athletes. Doesn't matter what the discipline is. But at the end of the day, yeah. the key thing is it's a discipline. And if you don't have the discipline to do what you need to do to get the job done, there's somebody out there that's willing to do it. They'll they'll pass you up. So. I, you know, I think for me, I mean, just hearing you say, you know, just things about sleep, things about staying on that regimen, things about listening to your body. I mean, just, you know, just how it, it translates. You don't necessarily have to be a lifter, but I mean, the fact that, you know, with with most things, it's force, you know, and when it comes to force, speed is a key element in the in the whole realm of force. If you don't have the speed, yep. you will not get the force. If you don't have the force, that ball's not going to go as far as you need it to go. Um you know, so I, I, as far as your, your, I mean, and again, I know strategies are so, they change with, with, you know, with, uh, you know, with the terrain, they, they change with the elements, they change with the competitors that you're with. Um, at any point, uh, you know, is your strategy just, I'm going to go out and crush it or is it, Hey, you know what? I'm going to do just enough to win. Like I, you know, I don't even know if that's a possibility to like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling for I feel like four four ten today. I, I feel like four oh eight to four ten. If I go four eight to four ten today, that'll be good enough to win. Or is it one of those like you know I'm gonna hit it as far as I can every single time, and you know if if the man next to me is better, then you know awesome, congrats. But you know is it is it one of those things or it's just like all right, well he just he went three ninety five. Let's just go four hundred and or let's go three ninety six and call it a day. Is it one of those type things or? Well, and that's that's where there's a lot. Um... I mean, we've had some, we have some rule changes this year. Mm -hmm. So we're going back to using six balls, Okay. Uh, six ball, six balls in two minutes and 30 seconds. So last year it was eight balls in three minutes. So you had a little more leeway. And I think what, what you're saying, you know, it, the strategy has to change based on the circumstances that we have in front of us. So before when we had six balls, it was when I used to, when I started, it was Balls two minutes forty five. Okay, and you always had like a let's get one of the first two balls in play mm-hmm. and put some pressure on the other guy. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the best one you've ever hit in your life. It doesn't have to be absolutely crushed. It it just let's put it in play, mm-hmm. get some points on the board, and let the chips fall where they may on your right. last few. Um, that being said, the amount of talent now in two thousand twenty versus when I was first competing in 2008, yeah. 9, 10, 11, 12, whatever, um, the talent and the work ethic and the athlete has become better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, the gouger, as we could say as a golfer, mm-hmm. the, the just all-out guy, he, he might fare well in certain circumstances, uh, but when you get down to those nitty-gritty, you know, top, we'll say the top 32 in the world mm-hmm. when we had it, when we were that on uh-huh. last strategy versus strategy are going to be two different things right last year you could go out there with eight balls run and gun it and hope for the best and a lot of the time because i knew i wasn't the fastest that's essentially what i had to do i had to hit it the very best i possibly could right this year with the speed i've gained over the winter thus far uh, i think i could miss a few and get away with it but i think also if i work on what i'm working on mm-hmm. 
to try and have one of those first two in play because we run on a point system right um, during during the qualifying rounds and the last thing you want is to go OB because you get zero points right um, you want to stay within those first two spots so first or second are your your go to 200 point and 100 point kind of spots where you want to be to move on to the next day right so yeah there's there's gonna be strategy who you're on the tee box with um, obviously plays a role in it because when you're up there against, you know, a Kyle Berkshire, number one in the world. Dude, I'm looking at this guy. Essentially, Holy crap. Uh, you know he's going to hit one. Dude, you know? I, yeah, man. I was, first of all, the kid, he's like a, he was like a little baby face, right? And, mm-hmm. like, <laughs> so I was like, I'm just going to look him up a little bit. And I'm like, all right, so, you know, again, he's, he's same thing. He, he, he. Look like well he's he's definitely not as big. Um, he's a, he's leaner he's a leaner guy got more of a leaner build. Yeah. But cheese and rice, four hundred and seventy four yards. Are you fucking? Are you kidding me, dog? That's yeah. He's uh, that kid's on another level. I'm saying like, like <laughs> that's just crazy. Like he's a youngster, you know. I man, that's and, and for me, I'm just like I'm looking at. Here's the thing, man. Like I, I, I try to, you know, my my biggest thing is I try not to be that guy that like, ah, you know what, man, you know, Ryan's my guy. No one else exists in this world. Like, you know, like let me see, you know. And of course, Tim Burke. I've I've, I've heard that name a lot. Um, you know, I, yep. just, I I heard more about him just because he's freaking, you know, he's this big six five, two fifty guy. Also, like you know, um. And he, and he's another like four seventy four four seventy five guy like it's 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 crazy to see this and then of course I'm you know I'm I'm cracking up because I'm like all right you're not even you're not even in your final form yet you know what I mean and that's you know for me it's 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 cool because like it's one thing to kind of like know of a person but when you actually know a person like that's in the fight like you know what man like I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be like sitting here like. You know, and I I won't lie, dude. I have my Google alerts on. My Google alerts are on. You know what I mean. So like, right. you know, you know, like when all of a sudden, like you know, when it pops up, hey, Ryan just goes four eighty. I'm like, yeah, I knew it. I knew it was gonna happen. You know, like, <laughs> and it's so much. Obviously, it's so much easier for you to say on this end. It's like me, like somebody's like, hey, unless when you squat seven fifty, you know, that's gonna be awesome. Well, no, not 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 the way I'm built right now. There's no way. Um, but it's crazy to see, like, you know, a, you top guys. Like, it's like if you're not at least around 420 plus like you don't have a shot um yeah that's just you know it's just crazy like, i think the you know the the only guy that i've that i've seen that you know that doesn't have that that prototypical build that you guys bring to the table is uh that maurice allen guy um and he's yeah. you know like five eight but he's 225 freaking pounds you know what i mean like he's yeah you know what i mean and you know and he's hitting it like he's an athlete dude. yeah 483 feet that's crazy. Or yeah. the 483 yards. Like that's just man, it's it's fun. It's it's fun to see, you know, and, and watch you guys. But I think, you know, for me, the thing that kind of I guess resurrected my interest was the fact that my buddy Charlie did, you know, start getting in uh, into it, you know, and going to a lot of these and, and being one of the guys in the booth for for a lot of this stuff. So it's um it's been really cool to 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 kind of watch it, but you know, looking at just, you know, being able to kind of watch you and kind of watch you do your thing and to be able to like kind of watch like, yo, I just saw him on TV. Wait, I saw that shot. The shot that he's posting, I saw that. You know what I mean? Um, 
it's 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 kind of cool, man. Like you know, it's you know, it's it's. Don't get me wrong, powerlifting is awesome. Lifting weights, that that's awesome. But then you know, there's 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 those of our numbers, you know, that I I call the outliers, like yourself. That you know, you know, obviously, okay, cool, you can lift a little bit of weight here and there. That's awesome. But then you know, you can turn around and you can go and you can compete with some of the best athletes in the world. You know, at a discipline that not a lot of people, you know, there's you know, the one percent of the one percent are able to do. Yeah. You know, and you know, there's there's guys. Don't get me wrong. There's guys in, in and I, I I swear I know somebody that golf's is gonna just murder me on this, and I swear I'm not bashing the PGA guys, but you know, there's guys on tour that can't do what you guys do. It's not even possible. They could try. No. And but no. they can't do what you guys do. And you know, it's you know. There's a few that, you know, I mean, they'll they might get a 350 here and there, you know what I mean? But to 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 tell a man like, hey, you know, 400 or bust, like what? No way. That's not, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you know, I and I think for me that was my thing, of course, I, you know, I I said so I'm starting to look through, you know, a lot of the PGA guys and like looking at their longest tribes here and there. I'm like, "Wait, that's that's nothing in comparison to what these guys are doing." Like that's, you know, and, you know, the the part that a lot of people don't understand. This. It's not like you guys are. Bef- I put it this way: before I actually did my research, I thought of like a long driver is like a bench only guy. Just goes in and kind of does his own thing and whatever, whatever. Kind of athletic, but not really athletic. He doesn't have to do the whole discipline. You know what I mean? He's still a good athlete, but you know, I I don't know if I respect that guy like I respect a guy that does three lift. But the thing I didn't realize was a lot of long drivers are pretty good golfers. You know what I mean? So oh, yeah. that's the thing. I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. Now, you flip that coin. <laughs> a lot of PGA guys are not good drivers. A lot are. I mean, they can drive yeah. pretty decent, but they can't. They're not putting up numbers like you guys are putting. You know, I mean, you're more likely is no. in. You're more likely to get a long driver that works on his discipline a little bit more, and you know that can hone his skills a little bit more. That could possibly make a run at, at you know at, at at being a PGA guy. Rather than having a PGA guy flip the coin and try to go to be a long driver, it's just yeah. so that was one of the things I was like, wait a minute, man, these numbers are, oh, these numbers are tasty, these are juicy, I like this. So you know me, I'm looking for a little controversy <laughs> here. Um, and so now you know where you're, you're at a point, like I said, like we, I said before, you're at a point now where you're in off season and and you're really working speed and you know you're working on really increasing that velocity. Um, where where is that time that you're like all right I've 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 done as much I mean and, you know you have x amount of you know is there like an x amount of, of speed that you're trying to add like oh, I'm gonna try to add you know you know three or four you know five if I could add ten you know you know uh, kilometers an hour to it that would be awesome um, once I've done that you know is like are we looking for a certain point once we get there now we move on to the next block or it's just like all right, we have this a lot amount of time. We're going to try to add as much speed as physically possible during this time, and then we're going to go to the second block. Is that how yeah, it works? Or yeah, it's 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 close. It's so. I mean, I'll go through a speed block for about three weeks, mm-hmm. and I'll ramp it up each week. So first week, twice, swing my club, my overspeed clubs, and that three mm-hmm. times. I'll do that for three weeks in a row. Then I'll, I'll literally deload. Mm-hmm. I'll just because. You, you got to break and you got to let your body recharge. And so then depending on how that three weeks went, 
I'll jump into the next step. Whether that next step is going to be continue on the speed work, just bring it back a little bit. Say yeah. only do it once a week and then work on technical stuff the other days. Or say I got to whatever, have a hypertrophy, or hypertrophy block yeah. in there for muscle recovery reasons yeah. and whatever it might be. Whatever I feel like I'm lacking is kind of where the catch-up point's going to be. And then that's going to kind of bring into the following block after that where it's like, okay, now we can jump back into this or we can jump back into this right. depending on where I'm at. Um, I mean, just to give you an example, the, the elite that I'd be looking at would be a 220 mile an hour plus, um, so my 220 mark and then ended up with some neck issues. And that's the other part about this whole thing is I've had just as many issues doing this as I have lifting weights. Um, so it, you get to that 220 parameter that puts you in a class of, I'll say at a high end of 15 guys in the world that can get there. God, jeez, dude. And that's on like their absolute, like our absolute best swing, best ball contact, everything. Um, I mean, Kyle Berkshire is on another level. He does it on a pretty regular basis, but again, he's 22 years old and he he's can. 20, yeah, and he balls. probably has. He's like Wolverine. He probably recovers like Wolverine. Like, yeah, you yeah, know what I mean, he could probably do it. You know, two or three times a day. Like, you know, he probably has like, you know what I mean, like. And the thing is, why why not? I mean, if your body's able to recover that quickly, oh you yeah, know? Well, 100. And that's you know he. I'll give him as much credit in the world. He works harder than anybody. Yeah, like that kid has. He's got his his amount of swings he does in a day, yeah. the amount of sleep he gets. He'll like he's on that level. He's yeah. that elite athlete that literally has it locked well, down. Oh, he's a young student, uh, dude. He doesn't have to do anything. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like you know, and and that's the thing. If you're able to do it. Very good point. If you're able to do it, if you're physically and you have you have the time to do it, why not yeah. do it? You know what I mean? Like, you know, I, I I can't even I can't imagine having, you know, in a 24 hour day being able to do I'm going to devote, you know, all but, you know, eight to 10 hours of my day to my craft. You know, yeah. if you're able to do that, much like a lot of these professional athletes, like your your LeBrons and, and you know, and your Jordans and your Kobe's and all those athletes, you know, that, that are able to, to devote all this time, you're going to be the best in the world because you have the time to devote to being the best yep. in the world. You don't have to, you know, you know, I mean, like yourself, you're, you're a real estate agent. You know yeah. what I mean? You <laughs> might have like a huge sale going on. You know what I mean? Like, Hey, I've got to close on this. This has got to happen. I don't have X amount of time to get this done. Like I, 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 I may have an hour that I can practice today. Maybe, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's yeah. hard. It's hard. So you have to kind of, you know, it's making the time versus having the time, you know? And I feel like a lot of you guys that, I mean, so if you're able to still be a, a, a top world-class, you know, competitor based off of the lack of time that you have, I mean, imagine if you had more time. Oh, let's take ourselves a little bit of break. Why don't you get on up, stretch out a little bit. I don't know. Just kind of relax a little bit before we start the second half of the Corner of the Circle. While you're waiting, we'll let you know that this has been brought to you by the one and only sponsor, McLean and Circle, for all your apparel needs. You already know what it is. McLean and Circle, Corner of the Circle, a lot of circles. <laughs> don't worry about it. Let's get back to it. You know, it's, you know, and and I try to say, I, I try to keep that in mind with, with a lot, you know, but I, as I was looking, kind of looking through his stuff, I was like, oh, well, this is what he does. This is his job. You know what I mean? And, you know, and as it should be, if you're one of the top in the world, this should be your job. You know what I mean? Like you should be oh, able yeah. to, 
you know, I, I think, you know, I mean, I think, I mean, what, what the world champion gets around, you know, anywhere from what, 275 grand to 300 grand, something like that. Uh, yeah. That's, that's nothing to shake a stick at. So yeah, you, you know, you tell me that I have a chance to win how almost 300 grand. Yeah, dude, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters at this point. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and I, I applaud you guys. Cause like I said, I mean, you know, it starts off as a, it, I think with everything, it starts off as a hobby and that hobby becomes passion and that passion becomes life. And yeah. it, you know, and, and you can't knock a person for that, you know, and if you're able to, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. It's awesome to, you know, to be able to make money from it. But like with anything, you love something so much after a while. I mean, honestly, even to this point, like I would do it for free. Like, it's just, it's one of those things where, you know, I mean, while it, it's nice, you know, it's nice to have some type of, you know, uh, monetary kickback for, for the work that you do. At the end of the day, it's something that you absolutely love. And, you know, yeah. it's one of those things that I don't want people to understand my passion for what I do. I don't want to try to understand another person's passion for what they do. I just want to be able to enjoy, you know, watching them in their element, enjoying what they do. And I think for me, it's it's fun just, you know, like looking at your post and seeing how passionate you are with what you're doing. And, you know, being not only, you know, being passionate about it, but also being to, being able to be one of the best in the world at what you do. Like, it doesn't matter if it's underwater basket weaving. It doesn't matter if it's, you know, <laughs> it, it's running. It doesn't matter what it is, but the fact that you, you've committed that time and effort to being the best version of yourself. And the best version of yourself just so happens to be one of the best in the world at your discipline. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I think with any athlete, anybody that that enjoys what they do, anybody that just enjoys sport and the idea of competition, I think it can be appreciated on every level. It doesn't matter if it's it's powerlifting, doesn't matter if it's weightlifting, football, basketball, baseball, golf, long drive, doesn't matter what it is. The fact that you see somebody that that's busting their ass to be the best that they can be, and not only are they being the best they can be, but they're also one of the best at what they're one of the best in the world. Like that's. That's crazy, you know, and it's weird. I can like, oh, I know that guy. You know what I mean? Like, that's just, God, it's crazy. So, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, and I guess that's why I'm so inquisitive as to like, all right, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Because like in my brain, I'm like, all right, what is something that me as a lifter, that the listeners as lifters and fitness people, whatever, what can we take away from, you know, what, what one of the best in the world is doing? I mean, because the, the cool thing is, doesn't matter what the discipline is. It's like that across the board. At some point. Right. It's the little things that make you better. You know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. you know, everyone, everyone's coming out there with a big stick. Everyone's coming out there able to drop bombs. Okay, awesome. So what is what is this guy doing that, you know, what is what is the top, you know, top 30, top 40 guy doing that separating him from the bottom 200, the bottom 300 people? Because everyone can drop yeah. bombs, but why is why is he able to? Why is, you know, you know, why are why is, you know, why is he beating a guy that, you know what? His he might be a 420 hitter. This guy is hitting 480, 45, whatever. But he's beating this guy. What is he doing that 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 guy that's been able to drop a bomb? Is, you know what is that's the part that's like in my head. I'm like that's crazy because in you know for the layman that's just watching, I'm like, well, this guy's you know is he's averaging 440, 450, 460, whatever. This guy's averaging you know you know his his top average is like 420, 430. But this guy's winning. Like what is he doing to win? For so for me, I'm like, dude. That's what I want to know. I want to know, like, what, what are the top guys doing? Like, you know what I mean? Because, yeah, I don't know, yeah. man. I just, you know, you want to be better at what you do. And at some point, you realize that what you're doing, it works. 
but there's somebody that that's out there that that's figured something out to make themselves better that you might be able to snag a piece from what they're doing you know what i mean so yeah. while while i can fanboy while i'm talking to you i can also snag on something like what is he doing that's making it better well i mean just from you know just from the idea when we were talking about the speed the speed the speed like dude i never even in, in on all my lifting and this is no joke i've never thought about my bar speed like why why should i i should maybe maybe i should focus on my bar speed a little bit more you know like you know that I mean that's 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 a part of the the force that, that i'm bringing to the table like what if i work on my bar speed you know off uh, off of my chest what if i work on that bar speed off of the ground why have not be i've never really thought about it i'm not lying to you so just from <laughs> yeah just from like listening to you talk about like dude speed bar speed yes not joke it's wrote it down like I, it's one of those things where, you know, like I said, like, I think people have to understand that, you know, to be the best, you, you, you have to, you have to be willing to, to realize like you you haven't done everything, you know? And, yeah. you know, to hear, to hear a, another professional talking about, Hey, this is some of the stuff that I do, you know? And, you know, and, and some of it is common knowledge. A lot of it for us that, that don't do it, we know nothing of it. So it's, right. it's, it's kind of cool. Um, so once off season's over with, Diving right back into it. So off season's over with. What's do you have your first event that you're planning on going to 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 do, or are you still kind of looking over the schedule, or how does that work? No, they uh, they just released it today. Actually, the Look full schedule for the 2020 season like set out this morning. Oh, uh, so Mesquite, Nevada, it's going to be in April. That'll be that'll be the first one, uh, and then right after that, I think three weeks later. Will be in Columbia, South Carolina. That'll be a televised Golf Channel event, and then from there, there's three or four more. And then instead of uh, Thackerville, Oklahoma, which I'm sure you know where that is, being from Texas and all, um, it's going to be in Cog Hill, just outside of Chicago. Okay. So, so nice for me because last year I no shit drove to Texas. What? From, yeah. It was uh, it was a scheduling thing that we my girl the call and her first day of classes was supposed to be on Tuesday, and so we said we're like well if I don't do well, we're just gonna hop in the car and drive home instead of having change flight fees yeah. and all this stuff whatever. Uh, we're just we'll drive down. We got a little diesel hatchback that cost us nothing to get yeah. there, but time. Stayed at my buddy's in Missouri, drove the rest of the way. And so we kind of just figured we'll book it until whenever. And then if whatever happens with me, we'll figure it out as we go. And so that we drove. Yeah, it was like wow. 18 hours split up into two days. Not and too then, bad. Uh, yeah. yeah so, so. No, it's not bad. I mean, I used that was the thing. When I lived back home in Thunder Bay, way up in northern Ontario, yeah. I used to have to drive 16 hours down to like St. Louis or Chicago area Jeez. just to like do a qualifier. And then it would be the same distance to go from up there than it would be to Toronto to go to St. Louis or Chicago. It'd be the exact same time, 69 hours or so. Okay, so I, I have questions. I have all kind of questions. Uh, this, like I'm already looking at all the stuff. Okay, so I'm looking here, and it, it talks about, all right, so there's the uh, – so I'm looking at the schedule. The 20, all right, so like you said, there, Mesquite, Fort Jackson, Atlantic City. Oh, like city. That yeah. One, that one's dope. Um, Rumble in Rochester. So I'm assuming you'll be at yeah. Rochester. Um, yeah, for sure. Kingsport, Tennessee. Not 
and then of course the uh the championships in uh in illinois so they're all right um yeah dang that's that's pretty so this is so uh what is i what, so what is uh q series what is that what does that actually entail what is is that more like the world the world events that's the qualifying one so okay. each uh they just expanded that from what i read uh to the in the email uh-huh branch trying to get it for uh recognition across the world with it Dude. so they opened up qualifying events for worlds in china thailand oh bro what do bangkok man bangkok thailand that's fire right there (laughs) oh my god i don't gotta do those i don't gotta do those this year oh yeah you don't have to but i sure would just because it's in thailand (laughs) ah well there's one in ontario port rowan uh yeah that's one that's like an hour from me yeah that's when i qualified at last year so are you allowed i mean so let's say that you just want to go, just get the whistle wet, just trying to see where you're at. Are you allowed to go to the qualifier, or is that one of those things like, ah, well, you, you don't, you don't go. Yeah, like I think I could. I I wouldn't, out of respect for however many just slots are available yeah. to the guys that are hitting. Uh, I wouldn't want to take a spot away from somebody that you know having a chance to get into the qualifier. Right. Uh, but a lot of time, I know tournament on the sunday yeah so they'll do the qualifying events friday saturday oh, okay and then they'll do like a, a a cash event where we just chuck our own money in and kind of gamble away on ourselves basically <laughs> that's awesome um, that's that's when it's i mean it's not for a lot of money it's 20 guys throwing in 500 bucks each yeah. or whatever but, still, but it's um, still but it's fun. fun yeah dude that, I feel yeah, like that's and, just... and if it's only an it's only an hour from my house. Like, why not? Right. I'll yeah. take the day and drive down and go do it. And if I win, I win. I can pay for another trip with that money. Right. Very true. Very true. Yeah. And I see like the military. So there's a couple of them. There's yeah, there's a couple of them. And there's one in, um, uh, one in El Paso and one in Colleen for the military. Yep. God gum. Too bad you're not military, man. All right. So that's, <laughs> this, this is, I'm not gonna lie, man. It's just, it's, it's cool. Cause it gives me more of an excuse. I'm going to get so much trouble. Because that's just one more thing I'm gonna be watching on TV, um, you know. But I mean, it is what it is, you know. It's like, ah, babe, I know him. Don't worry about it. I know him. It's, I know these guys. So yeah. And of course, I, I think you know, as as it's been progressing, I've, I've noticed, you know, the Golf Channel's taking more of a more of an interest. They've really been, you know, yeah. putting a lot more time into. So like, that's that's when I, you know, that's when I can't kind of, I guess, like I said before, my my interest kind of sparked back up because like. You know, just out of nowhere, my buddy Charlie was like, oh, by the way, I'm going to be working with the Golf Channel now. And like, oh, okay, what's about? And then he started talking about the long drivers. I'm like, no way, that's crazy. I know a guy that does it. And so then I kind of like, you know what, let me go back and check out what he's doing. And I just, it's it's just really, it's just really cool to kind of watch and, and, and see just how, how it's evolving and how, you know, sports, you know, that honestly five years ago, I mean, unless, you know, it's not like you didn't know about it, but now it's it's more prevalent. And I also feel like, you know, you know, as the, as the sport, as golf, you know, as the sport of golf grows, period, um, you know, it's, you're getting a lot more, I guess, non-traditional, you know, people that are starting to get into it. But a lot of people just can't yeah. afford, you can't afford to, to, you know, you can't afford to, you know, all the clubs and all this and all that, but you can like, you know what? I do like the sport, you know, I do like, you know, I like, I like hitting, you know, I mean, and obviously, at least down here in Texas, man, a lot of these driving ranges have been popping up right, left, right, left, 
And so everybody yeah. feels like, you know what, there's maybe that one guy that actually can smash it, and it might be for 300 yards. But I mean, I mean, for regular people, that's 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 far. That's far. Yeah. yeah so like, <laughs> you know, I um, uh, I think as as the sport grows, I mean, and I think a lot of you contribute a lot of that to you know, you know, people actually being able to to go out and actually do it now, and it's you know, it's seen as more fun now than it has been in the past. You know, you're gonna get some people that are more interested in the sport. Um, you know, and then of course a lot of them that you know that that may not you know want to do the full like I don't want to you know I don't want to do eighteen holes I don't want to do all that but I do want to smash I want to smash balls you know like well let me try this long driving thing oh shit this isn't as easy as I thought it was these guys are like you know these guys are <laughs> you know these guys are legit so I think that's it's been cool to kind of watch how like as it's grown you know the golf channels like really been starting to pick it up a lot more and yeah. you're starting to see it a lot more so it's. I think for 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 me, you know, being able to be kind of a, a fan that's been off and on with it, it's it's cool to see. Like, all right, well, it's starting to get the recognition because at the end of the day, man, I could see it being one of those type of things where you know what, this could this could be ushered in as an Olympic sport. This could happen. This could be an Olympic yeah. sport. You know what I mean? Especially if you start getting, you know, starts getting more notoriety around the world. I mean, let's be honest. Like, I mean, I'm more likely to to tune in to watch this than I am to watch rounds of golf. I'll be honest with you. Right. Um, you know, yeah. just because I mean, bigger, stronger, faster. You see guys that you know, like you know these these guys look like the athletes that you would want you know to watch rather than I mean that's that's cool seeing you know this guy putting, but I don't want to watch a putt, dude. I don't care about that. Right. I don't want to watch a guy putting. You know, so you know I want to watch. You know, I want to see something powerful happen. So I think you know it could definitely be a draw for sure. And the fact that the golf channel is, is really starting to add you know more dollars to it more time to it, more, you know, and, and more TV time. That's huge. That's huge. And I just feel yeah. like it's going to keep growing and growing and growing. And the fact that you're one of those guys that's really, you know, help, you know, that's helping, you know, usher it in, you know, especially, you know, in the North American area, man, like, you know, if, you know, if you're, if you're, if your name's out there, that, that helps a lot. Um, as far as, you know, as far as, as Canada goes, man, like, I, you know, you're, you're one of the man, dude, you're, you're, you're there, man. Like, that's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's, it's just I don't know. Like I try not to fanboy too much, but then I think I just realize like what you're doing, you know, and and how you're doing it. Like you know, it's it's like I said when I, like, I I try not to be too nosy, but like I said when I saw the beginning of 2019 to the end of 2019, that like that that threw me for a loop. I just I wasn't expecting to see that. You know what I mean? Like I mean. <laughs> And, it, yeah. and it's no knock on your skill. I'm not saying you're, you're not skilled, but I just wasn't expecting to see a leap like that. Um, yeah, you know what I mean. And because like, and I, and I, and I and I, it's like, all right. So if this, I I don't know if, if the attitudes changed like that and the confidence levels changed that much, you know, having you know, having a great off season. I mean, that can only like, that can only help. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you know, you know, going into that first, you know, going into that first event, you know, like that's just you know. That's just crazy. So, so going into the first event, that was my question. I had, right. I had, it, dude. I've had it circled a million times. I just haven't <laughs> asked it. So going into the first event, because I'm, I'm trying to figure out a way to word it without like trying to give away strategy. Is there a specific strategy that you have for this first event coming up, or is it just I'm just gonna get in the game and, and just see where it's at? Like, is there a strategy that you have? Uh, kinda. Um, again, going going to the six balls is gonna change a lot. Yeah. So. That that's gonna put a, a you know a, a high percentage of your shots on accuracy more so than just bombing one down there. Yeah, um, it's it's gonna really depend 
as I haven't been in this position being, you know, higher ranked than I have yeah. been, um, all the groups and brackets are based on your world ranking. And so last year, being being one of the higher ranked guys, because I didn't compete in a lot of events and mm -hmm. I did start the season late, um, I got put in some brackets where it would be like the top guy, me, and then a bunch of middle of the road guys. Yeah. And I had improved enough where it got to the point where, you know, the middle of the road, I would be better even better than those guys better than yeah. um so when i got to my last my last group i would generally be against two or three other guys that were in the same around ranking that yeah. i was uh but i knew i could beat them hands down right so you know i i knew my last group was generally you know a 200 point group for yeah. me where you know i'd sc scramble through the first couple and then you know i'd be in that spot now with where i'm ranked i'm going to be against a higher level of that middle of the road through a lot of the rounds. Right. Um, obviously, tour events might be a little different because of I'll be at still if it's top fifty again, I'll be at the higher end of that, which is fine. Um, so it's really gonna who you're on the tee against plays plays a factor mm -hmm. in you know if you're gonna go crazy or not on the tee box. Right. And then the conditions the conditions always play a role. What right. the wind's doing, what the ground mm. if it like we're allowed and. We we do do this. We go out in the grid, depending mm -hmm. on uh, try and find where the hot spots are, the hard spots are, the wet yeah. spots, all that kind of stuff. Right. To try and if you got to fly that spot, if you have to land it there, right. or whatever it may be, um, that's where Worlds worked out really well for me because it like literally a Oklahoma typhoon came through the day before I was supposed to hit, and the tee box because we use synthetic turf, the tee box was watered out, like it was brutal, but. I could hit the ball high. Right. So my, my was like, Hey, well, my carry, my carry flight is going to help push some yards for me. Right. Or some, some of the lower hitting guys aren't going to favor so well because the ball is going to get caught up on the ground. Um, so I think the first one of the year, I know that grid very well because that's where we used to host the world championships my right. first four or five years. So having a little uh, comeback there would be nice to make TV again. Mm -hmm. And once it gets into match play, it's it's all knows what. Yeah, it's this guy. It's like anybody's. <laughs> that's crazy. Easily like, say getting on TV. Getting on TV last year was unlike anything I've ever experienced in my life, as far as pressure goes. Oh yeah. Uh, like it was, and, and it's completely different. That the, the part that it's hard to understand for the average viewer is. When we compete during the day through our qualifying rounds and everything, uh -huh. there's music blaring. Like, you can't, everything's white noise. Yeah. Like, everything is white noise for three minutes. Like, I can't even, Sarah's cheering for me. You can hear her in the videos that I post. Yeah. And I don't hear a word she says when I'm up there. That's how loud the music is. God. Like, I can't hear her saying anything. So, when you get on TV, lights come on because it's live on TV, no music. Oh my like, gosh. Everything's like silent. And you're just like, Okay, now it's just me and the eight million things running through my goddamn head right now. That's insanity, <laughs> man. So it's a complete shift. It's a, that's like, man, that's, gosh. I don't know, like, that's, I don't and even I mean, know that I could concentrate. I mean, to go from your norm to like, awesome, lights, camera, on your face. Jeez, man, gosh. It was, yeah, it was a bit of a shock. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to have an excuse, but like, 
basically when you're up against Tim Burke right out the gate, you're like, okay, well, it's everything or bust essentially. Like right. if it's not going to go 400 yards, I might as well hit it out of bounds because yeah. he's just going to stomp on one and walk right. by me anyway. Right. And so, you know, I, I tried to get into an early groove and it just fell apart. And so the funny part was it's so quiet. They had some guys from the Dallas Stars hockey organization in the crowd and they said, oh, Ryan from Canada, blah, blah, blah. I'm about to pull back my my second swing and these guys start singing Oh Canada in the middle of my back swing. Oh my <laughs> and I just like I just totally you can see, I just like the shot to the right. I almost missed the friggin' ball. <laughs> and I'm just like, okay, well, there's a waste. Tee up another one. But you know, it, it's the the only way to get used to it is to put yourself back in the same spot. Yeah, man. Because you're not gonna feel anything like it until you get back there. That's crazy. And, you know, Tim, Tim being on TV, you know, 15 plus times, two world titles. Yeah. You know, I, I all but knew if I didn't hit a super, super good ball, I was going home anyway. Right. It's just, uh, it was, yeah, it's a little, a little disheartening, but at the same time, I mean, you, if you see the telecast, I'm pretty much smiling the entire time. I knew I shit the bed. It was like my hands are in the air. Like, what can I, I do? I mean, that's nothing you can do at this point. I mean, yeah. at that point, it's just I'm gonna have a good time, you know. And yeah. you know, in th- at that point, it's like I, the work is to get back to this spot again, so that it doesn't happen again, you know. And yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing about athletes that people have to understand is we will go back for the same punishment over and over and over and over. We will go back for that punishment because I mean, we always hold on to that hope. Like, you know what? It will be different next time. You give me this opportunity yeah. again, it will be different next time. And I think for me, that's, I don't know. I mean, like I said, I, 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 mean, I can brag about you to your face over and over and over, but I think that's the thing that makes me more most excited for you is because if and when you get back to that same spot, it'll be a different story. Because one, you know, it's it's easy to get, I mean, it's easy to kind of get rattled that first time through, you know, and, yeah. you know, but now it's like, all right, I know to expect, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not a rookie with this, you know what I mean? Lights, cameras, action, fine. It doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's go time, you know? So I, yeah. I think, you know, but you have to be, you know, a, a lot of people just aren't built that way. A lot of people don't, once once they've had that that moment, like, ah, man, I don't know if I, I want to go back to that. Like, you know, give me the loud music and the crazy people. You know what I mean? Like, don't, yeah. don't, don't leave me alone with my thoughts, you know what I mean? But, you know, right. but it's one of those things right. where, I mean, and I'm almost positive, you know, if and when that does happen, you know, when you do get to that point of, 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 of training, like, you know what, this time we're going to train, no music, no nothing. You know what, let's take some spotlights, let's put them in our face, um, and you know, yeah. let's see how I fare. You know what I mean? Because that would be something that I would do. That's something that I did, yeah. you know, getting ready for the world championships because I knew, you know, uh, going into uh, Belarus, I knew that it was going to be different than it, you know, than, than it is at, you know, if I'm somewhere in the West training um, or somewhere in right. the West competing, I knew just from being, you know, um, uh, you know, Eastern Europe for the last time competing, I'm like, well, they they make a production of it. It's actually on TV, yeah. so I got to be ready for it. I wasn't necessarily ready for it, you know, when we were, you know, in Finland, so I was like, I will be ready this time. So, I mean, I'm dude, it was so funny. I'm talking down to, hey, dude, go get that ladder. I want you to stand on top of that ladder. I want you to get a broom. I want you to put it in front of my face. Like, like, <laughs> like right when I get... I, I did, there was nothing that I was going to, I was not leaving anything to chance in the event that like they had a boom mic and, and in case that they had, you know, a, a camera that was going to be in my face like they did last time. But I was like, I'm going to be ready. I don't want anything to, you know, to deter me from, you know, accomplishing the goal that I want to accomplish. So, you know, I, I think, you know, 
you know, I, I don't feel like I'm any exception. I feel like, you know, you get to that moment, you know, you know that you could do better than what you did. What did I do there that I can improve on? Awesome. What what was that thing? What was what were the 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 few very you know, the variables in that situation that that I couldn't control that I should be able to control when I'm in training? Awesome. Let's make a note of those. Let's go back. Let's make sure we attack those. So I don't know, man. Yeah. I like I said, I, I I think for me a lot of it's just the initial excitement of knowing like you know knowing a person that you know that's working their ass off to be the best that they can be, and knowing that you know what the season's about to start again, and you know I mean like you. You know, you've just been improving and improving and improving. And so for me, I'm like, no pressure on this end. But I'm excited to see, you know, you know, if you know, top forty was dope. Let's let's see, let's see about top twenty. Hell, what about top fifteen? Yeah. Anything's possible, you know what I mean? And yep. you know, if you're already, you know, like I said, if you're 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 putting up numbers, you're putting up speed, you know, and, and you're chasing numbers that, you know, a very, very select few are able to do. Then well, why not yeah. you? Why you know why not why not you? Um, so for me, yeah. I'm just like, dude, I'm excited just to. I mean, I got chills talking about it because I just I like <laughs> I like I like when I know that that people are out there trying to make themselves better. You know what I mean? And they haven't hit their final form, and yeah. you know, just that's that's what it's about for me. That's what sports about. That's what competition is about. It's about pushing yourself beyond the limits that you thought you had. And once you got there, like, wait a minute, I have more to give. So let's read. Yeah. Let's let's we've got to our we've got to the goal that we set. Awesome. Now let's press reset and let's go a little bit further. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Like I, I feel like physically you have all the tools. Mentally you have all the tools. Now it's just about putting it all together. You know what I mean? And again, I I don't yeah. know. Like I just I can't help but be excited because I just I like when people that I know do well. You know what I mean? And I can easily be like I can root for this guy because I know him. I don't know who this guy is. I know of you, <laughs> but I don't care if you win or not. You know what I mean? So I don't know. It's just. You know, I, you know, it's for, for those of us that know you and for those of us that follow you, it's like, all right, we have a little bit of a dog in the fight. Like, all right, man, let's go do this, you know? So, you know, and yeah. I know I'll get, I'll get, I'll get shit from somebody like, all right, wait a minute, he's Canadian. And, <laughs> and, cause that's, you know, that's how we are. That's just how we are. You know what I mean? You know, so like, God forbid you go against anybody that's from Texas. My Texans, they'll, they'll kill me. Like, no, wait a minute. Yeah. He's going yeah. against a Texan boy. You can't do that. So yeah, I, <laughs> I, that's just how we are, man. We're, whew, man. You know, like it's like Texas first before everything. So, uh, but yeah, I, hey. I'm excited. I'm excited to see how the season goes for you, man. I'm, I'm excited to, you know, I'm excited for the training. You know, like I, you know, I, I know that you can't really talk a lot about the training. You know, you can't really talk a lot about it. But I know that you know you, you must have something, you know, something up the sleeve because like you, you know, you're, you're you. You seem very chill and relaxed about it. Me, when I'm like have something, I'm like, dude, let me tell you about this and this and this. Like, so it's it's um. <laughs> well, it's, that's I I got stuff. It's just it's trying to explain everything that goes along with it. Yeah. Right. And and that's, I mean, I throw I throw weighted balls. Like put yeah. that into, you know, think of everyone that does long drive that used to come from a MLB pitching background. Yeah. Jeez. A name that you mentioned a few times. Yeah. Uh, Timmy used to pitch for the University of Miami. Uh, Justin James used to pitch in the Blue Jays organization. You know, it's it's all it's all relative to yeah. any time. I mean, a lot of uh, guys came from javelin backgrounds. Yeah, Maurice to run. Yeah, uh, it's really you try and for me learning what I did from powerlifting. You know, I tried to pull from everything. Right. I mean, 
there's there's no way in hell that anyone see me walking down the street thought I could have squatted 600 pounds. Right. Uh, they're like the tall chicken leg, blah blah. Right. Yeah. And you know, it was working on technical proficiencies to the best of my ability to make it happen. Right. And you know, you try and pull from every aspect in every every sport, we'll say that could you could see any benefit from. Right. And that was you know the the throwing. I mean, started because of that. So it's it's more of an arm speed, body separation right. type of situation. Again, I have to watch what I'm doing because at my age, I don't want to rip a rotator or anything like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of you can you can correlate swinging a golf club to almost any throwing activity yeah. because it's the same actual separation. Yeah, those those yeah, I mean just, those that's mechanics, just iceberg, right? Yeah, like it's. I'm, yeah. a, I'm looking through these guys, and there's just man, they're. It's it's just crazy to to, to see like you know like, they're just athletes, man. There's some athletes that no, are not... that are able to like, athletes that picked up an additional discipline. Yeah, and like, it's it's the crazy part is it's getting further and further away from a golf swing, and closer to just its own specific thing, because. There's not a lot of guys that if you look at them swing the long drive club, you're like, okay, that guy's probably a good golfer. Yeah. It's they're doing everything on the planet to maximize yeah. the amount of club head speed they can deliver into the ball. I think the guy that I watch, I, I'm pretty sure, I think it's uh, that kind of caught my, I was, I, I think I, I, I think I saw him on YouTube. I was just kind of looking up clip was uh, this guy Steve Monroe, like, oh, it, Steve, yeah, man, and I was like, wait a minute. Is that a black dude with dreads? I've never seen that before in my life. So of course, like I, and of course I disappeared down the hole, man. I'm like, why? Like trying to look at all his videos and stuff. I was like, wait, what? No way, babe. Come here. Come look at this. Come look at this. Like it's, it's awesome to see. And I think that's why the sport, you know, long drive in 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 particular. I think that's why it's it's growing as much as it has, or I should say, it is because of. It, it, it there's no specific demographic you know what i mean like right. it's you know what i mean and it's you know you can you know it can be anyone you know i mean it, and you got guys like i mean steve I, I think i think he like i think they say like he's like self-taught you know what i mean like yeah. that's crazy and he's and he's been around so steve i started this in 2008 yeah so in 2007 the first telecast i watched that actually got me, like was it seven world championships uh-huh. and Steve made the final eight and he was hitting against another Canadian named Jesse Peterson. Uh-huh. And they had one of the best TV mat. Well, it wasn't live at the time, but you're sitting there and I was 20, whatever I was years old, 24, 25. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, Holy shit. Like Steve hit six out of six in the grid. One was almost 400 yards. And then here comes Jesse on his fourth one hits it like 420 or something. And like that telecast is what, brought me to do this in the first place so and competing against steve in, yeah, the, in the prior years and yeah. stuff like that but i'm pretty sure it's, he's like the same age as i am like yeah he's like 40 like 40 41 yeah that's crazy yeah. like i just like but that's yeah it's, it's it, the world itself i mean it's i can't reiterate how much it really is like a powerlifting community where you know everybody knows everyone we have a david ricks too like really <laughs> It's just a, a yeah. Well, my friend Jeff Gavin, 
He he's from Stony Creek, just over by Hamilton, where you uh-huh. were competing that year. He's 51, and he's made the last I think two out of or three out of four TV finals at 51 Jeez. years old. And like we call him the freak from Stony Creek because he's just like Jesus. unstoppable, and he just God, keeps getting better. Like, like yeah, his mental. nickname's the freak. That's crazy. Yeah, born in '68, and he's like just, 50, 50 something. He's uh yeah. four fifty. That's insane, man. Like, that's I mean, and but just, dude, these Masters guys, they putting up some numbers too, man. Good gosh. Well, that's what he he tries to do the Masters in the Open every year. And he made it to the last, not this season, but the last 2018, he made it to the top 16 in the Open and finished second in the Masters. Jeez. And the only reason he lost, I can't say the reason he lost, the reason why is he pulled an oblique during the event and he still went up there and gave it his all anyway. That's crazy. And it's, you know, it's the, the community itself, it's, it's just an awesome group of people. It really seems, that yeah, that's what yeah. I'm like. It seems like it's it's a, a bunch of really nice guys, you know what I mean? Just having like having a good time. I just, man, yeah. I, ah, dang, man, I, I, I missed out. I think I, I chose the wrong. <laughs> no, I, I can't well, see the club to save my life. Pull uh, something. It, the one, the one when you were saying it was like you guys all seem like a bunch of like tall, built linebackers. Yeah. We were just one funny story of like the million that we've done. Um, we were in Greenville, South Carolina at uh-huh. like a, just a small, this was back 2009, I think 2009. It was the first year I actually went on and did events in other places. Um, and we were, and we decided to go downtown in Greenville. Right. And downtown Greenville is just like one big strip, basically down from the baseball field. And so we're talking about 13 guys, and I'm average. At 6'4", 245, I'm average in this group. And we're just walking down the street, having a good time, and the, uh, the, one of the state or patrol officers on the main strip or whatever comes over to us, and we're like, oh, great. Like, what did we do? Right? We're just, <laughs> he's, like, hey, he's like, boys, I just want to ask, if anybody gives you any trouble, can you come let us know before you decide to take care of it? That's how we don't have enough. We don't have enough guys to take care of all of you at one time. So we'll take care of the one local guy before we have to take care of all of you. (laughs) We just looked at each other. We're like, man, we're fine. It's all good. Don't worry about it. But yeah, that's it. I never really thought about it until that moment when it's like, you know, I looked down and I'm like, I'm not close to the big, yeah, it's just like I mean, it's just like a normal. I just I'm like, dude, that I'm just I was just looking through everybody. I'm like, wait a minute, there's not a small guy in this group. Like, it seems like you know, everyone's like a six three, six four, you know, two thirty, two forty guy. That I mean, all the top guys. So it's just, I mean, yeah, I mean, but I mean, it's a part of him in terms of leverages, in terms of you know, just you know, the 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 most the most efficient swing, the most velocity one can get out of, like, you need that long, you know, that, that, that long build to really build that momentum and, you know, build the velocity that one needs to build, you know, and otherwise you just, you got to be just a, a mountain of meat, you know, and be able to just, just be pretty much all force. I'm like, you know, even I'm like, I even went over to the women's side and I mean, uh, what's her Phyllis, I believe. Uh, she's like five eleven, six foot, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And, She's putting up 400, like 415 yards. That's, whew, 
But I'm I, I, like for me, I'm looking at I of course yeah. me being like I said I'm all about the numbers. She's putting up you know ten thousand plus points. Oh yeah, like that yeah. is dominant, man. Like that's not even. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like the the only the only reason Phyllis loses is because Phyllis decided that she didn't win. Yeah, that was really it. Like I'm like I <laughs> not to take anything away from the girls that did win. Yeah. But, She's, uh, she's there's, there's a new girl, there's a new girl coming in this year to look out for, though. She's, uh, uh, I can't know her last name's Lodge, um, Kanani, Kanani. I don't want to miss say it, but she's gonna be on that Phyllis level, maybe even further. I'm looking at these, like, I just, man, that is just unreal. Like, she's legitimately four and a half. Thousand points ahead of number two. Like it's just, I don't know, man. That's that's yeah. That's <laughs> I. You know, I'm mean? just I'm looking at just, and I can't. I mean, I, I for me, it's just like I like seeing domination, but I mean, this is just not even fair. It doesn't seem like it's fair. <laughs> and of course, then I'm looking. You know, I was like, well, you know, maybe she's got a, you know, a a, a loss or or something. Just win, 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 win. Runner up. There's, there's, there's yeah. literally nothing. That's, <laughs> that's crazy, you know. What I mean, but I mean, let's, you know. And I, I think I've watched, I've, I've watched her uh, a couple times, and you know, I, I just, I never knew how big, how big she was in terms of her stature, um, until she stood next to I, I uh, Maurice. She's like, I think they yeah. both won, and she was standing next to him, and she was like, kind of looking down at him. I'm like, oh wow, <laughs> yeah. oh wow, okay. <laughs> Now I get it. I mean, you know, because like most of the time, yeah. it, it, you're never well, that. Well, to see because everyone's up there, and you know, they're all yeah. my height. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you know, everyone steps away to yeah. we'll say to be around average people. Right. And it's like everyone's looking up at us, yeah. and I'm like, oh, I'm like I these guess people are not. Taller. They're like, I mean, and it's it's the thing. It's that's the common thing I think for me that it's easy. It's easier to appreciate. Even if you don't know a lot about the sport, a lot about this discipline is that you guys are still, you're still the one percent. You know what I mean in terms of you know athletic ability, in terms of stature. Like you're not small people. Like there's a reason why you know there's there's not that many of you guys that can do this. And even of the the number of you guys that can do this, there's a reason why the top guys and the top women are always the top guys, top women. Like you're still you're far above average. You're far above average with with build, and I think more than anything, people have to understand is the levels of concentration and discipline are so far above average. Like the average person doesn't have the average person just doesn't have the the stick-to-itiveness to be like, hey, I am going to devote a quarter of my life to this single thing over and over and over. You know what I mean? Like that's I don't know, I I, I don't know. Like I. If you haven't figured out by now, I'm absolutely in awe of what you guys are able to do and what, what you're able to do. Um, I'm, I'm sorry. I've talked your ear off, man. I apologize. No, um, it's all good, man. It's all but, good. yeah, I'll, I'll get out of your hair, man. But I but I do want people to to know where, where you can be reached. Where can people reach you? Uh, Ryan Gregnell Fitness on Instagram. Uh, Ryan Gregnell on Facebook. Worldlongdrive.com. All our infos on there of events and schedules and However, all the uh, the final scores and stuff like that will yeah. be posted. They do live scoring if anybody ever wants to follow along. Um, 
Yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I don't know why I'm on Instagram. I don't even work out videos or anything. But <laughs> I mean, you know, like, oh, here, like, would, you, would you ever, I mean, in, in the near future, do you ever see yourself, you know, like coaching, you know, in, in, in terms of long drive? Is that, would that be something that you would look in, into doing? I, I, I'd consider it once I was done. Yeah. Or once I've kind of moved into the master's division kind yeah. of thing. Because um, just like with any other coaching, I mean, I used to coach personal training and stuff yeah. like that. And if I can devote the time, because that's essentially, yes. if I can't give the time that's permitted, then I can't justify helping people. Exactly. And, exactly. It does require you know, a lot of time. I can give tip, tips here and there and stuff mm -hmm. like that. And, you know, like I haven't personal trained anybody in since I started real estate, you know, over a year and a half ago. Right. And I just got an Instagram message yesterday, like, hey, man, do you still do that? I'd love to get back on program, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, can't devote time to you, for you out to someone who I completely trust. Right. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where, yeah, I probably could have wrote a program, emailed it over, and but I can't, I can't donate the the time. The that time, that the time deserves. is the biggest thing. Yeah, you're having to, yeah. like, I, uh, so I'm assuming that the so the next your your next event um, that that I guess your the first event coming up for you is going to be in uh, Nevada in April is yeah. that is that gonna be the yeah man and then yeah I was just looking at flights earlier <laughs> man yeah and then after that I mean so you you know you it the cool thing though is it's I'm just looking at the times like it, it you at least have you know like a month almost like a month in between. Yeah. You know each event you know uh, at least three or four weeks in between each event so i mean when that happens sorry this is gonna be my final question i promise you kind of maybe i don't know i'm not sure yeah. so in between competing <laughs> are you able to kind of get a little bit of training in or is that one of those things where all right i just did an event from you know depending how deep you went to the event i just you know i just went to this event i just got done on april 20th my next my uh, my um, the next you know competition uh you know my next matches in, until you know you know, May 17th, you know, in between there, do you like get a, like a week or two rest and then kind of get in there? Or is it one of those things where like, I'm going to take a couple of days off. I'm going to go, you know, hone the skills a little bit, you know, take whatever notes that you took on what you did at, you know, at the match. All right, I'm going to make sure that I kind of, you know, complete those incompletes and, you know, and then try to hop back into it. Or do you like, Hey, I'm just going to wait. I'm going to rest in between events. It, like, how does that work? Uh, I think depending on how it goes, of course, um, generally my routine is three to four days, just relax, yeah. let everything settle back in. Uh, it's good cause I get caught up on work and yeah. everything like that while I've been away. Uh, um, and then I'll probably, uh, the event went, I'll probably do a speed week and then focus strictly on technique right after that. Smart. Cause like especially that. with the way the schedule is, it's going to be. Mesquita wide open, 60 yard wide, 470 yeah. yard long grid. Uh, so you can bomb away. It's flat across the entire board. It was made exactly for long drive. Uh, Tennessee's on a golf hole, or sorry, not Tennessee, Columbia, Fort Jackson. It's yeah. on a golf hole. So there's a certain spot on that grid that you want to focus on hitting your ball to. So that'll be a lot of the technical prowess mm -hmm. that'll happen in the, you know, I might do a couple speed sessions, but in the most point it'll, and that'll just to be maintained, not to fall back, but to right. maintain. Um, and then, yeah, it'll all just kind of derive from where we're going next, what needs to happen, where we're going. But for the most part, it'll be a couple days away for sure, just to recover. And then, 
every every event brings out its own differences. Right? Yeah. Right? So so much strategy in this. Kind of gotta you gotta for that. Ah, the strategy. <laughs> I wish you just walk in and you know the barbell's the same as it is everywhere else. Yeah. And, you know. Nah, man. This is nah. This is this a little bit of big time. You know, like you know, there's there's actual commas behind prize money. So yeah, you know, you it's it's gonna require a little bit more than going and lifting. Yeah. Like I said, if 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 I went to a meeting and actually paid money, I don't know what I would do. You know, I'm just gonna stick to doing this for free for the love of it. Um, but, but yeah, man, I I cannot tell you how much I appreciate this conversation, man. I you know I, who I like I've already I've like I got my dates. I've got the dates circled, man. I I mean I'm even looking like wait a minute, I could go to. I, mean, I can go to Tennessee. I don't have anything going on in August. Oh wait, man, <laughs> I have nothing going on. I might come check that out. Atlantic City, I love it for some reason. I love Atlantic City. I'm like, nah, I might be able to go to Atlantic City. I got a few. I got some relatives living in Atlantic City. Maybe, maybe I can hit the casino and make my money back. If you know, so I don't know. We'll we'll see, man. But yeah, I definitely got to keep me posted, man, and let me know how things go. I mean, I'm I'm sure I'll be doing you and. Trying to you know figure out what's going on, but yeah, I got people need to know what's going on because this is this is awesome, man. Um, Ryan, I cannot tell you how much I appreciate this. I, I appreciate your time. Um, no I, I appreciate. Do I just appreciate what you're doing doing behind the scenes, man, to get better? And like I said, I think I I appreciate I appreciate that jump, dude. Those jumps and those skipping over people more than anything. That that's that gets me hyped, dude. Like really gets me hyped. Just because I know, like I said, people don't make that kind of progress on a regular basis. You know what I mean? And so. Like I said, uh, beginning and, 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 and those of you guys that are listening, listening, if you can manage to, to, I don't even know if they archive the 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 lists, but if they archive, I'm gonna have to look and see if they archive the list. But you need to see where he was at the beginning of the 2019 and the end of 2019. You're gonna be like, wait, what? Yeah, it's <laughs> it's 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 phenomenal, man. And so again, I I appreciate you on 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 all levels, man. And I I hope you have the greatest of days, man. You made my day awesome. I appreciate you uh, sitting down and having this talk with me, bud. No, man. Thanks for having me. It's been a blast. All right, brother. Have a good one, man. All right, buddy. All right, later. You too. What's up, people? LS. First and foremost, thank you guys for joining us on this journey that is McLean and Circle. Appreciate you guys, you know what I'm saying, coming through and listening. Now, got some important news for you. All your apparel, (laughs) like this right here, can be found at McLean Circle. Simple. Go to lsmcclain.com. Hit that chop button. That's where we're at. Thank you guys very, very, very much. Also, coaching by yours truly can be found at lsmcclain.com. Thank you very, 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 very much. And finally, want to know what goes on in my life? Whatever. You probably don't, but it is what it is. Guess what? lsmcclain.com. Thank you very, 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 very much.